Hello and welcome back to Little MB. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, give your likes to the podcast, and share the podcast when you like the episodes. For those who already do these things, I appreciate all the support. Well, how are y'all doing? Um, I'm recording this probably, I think it's a day ahead of when I'm going to be releasing this. So, uh, I have not been to the cardiologist yet. That'll be Friday for those of you who have listened to the From Fat Asses to Bad Asses 7 episode. But I got to tell you, the workouts are still going great. I'm just adding to the cardio side of it and just smoking myself. I mean, I, 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 I can't even tell you how much I'm wringing out of my shirt. I know that sounds gross to you ladies out there. But hey, for those who were into wrestling and stuff like that, I'm telling you, they understand. I mean... That's pretty, if you don't do that, you don't, if you're a, damn, I can really talk today, huh? So basically, if you were a wrestler and you cannot wring sweat out of your shirt at the end of your workout to where it's making a puddle on the floor, you do not consider yourself getting a good workout. It's just the way it is, plain and simple. Not when it comes to cardio. But, uh, so that's, it's just going great. I got to tell you. I have gained one or two holes on my belt. So in other words, it's I'm having to tighten it even more. Any tighter, and it's going to look ridiculous with the tail hanging out of the left side of the buckle. Because <laughs> I Just walking through the house, my pants are falling down. I have to keep hitching them up because they're just falling down. So can't really beat that. But uh, one thing, before I get into what I'm going to be talking about today, one thing that I was kind of thinking about, because I'm talking about these workouts and busting my hump, talking about that app, Timer Plus, which a buddy of mine, uh, Anthony, he downloaded it. And he's visually impaired. And so even if you can see, it's a great app since it counts down. You don't have to watch the clock on it. So, I mean, it it talks out loud. It counts down three, two, one, work. Three, two, one, rest. So it's an amazing app. I do not know if I can run the app while I am recording uh, a podcast or not. But if enough people are interested, I will try it. And it isn't going to be an extra segment as, you know, where I release it instead of one of my other regular segments, you know, once a week. If I do a segment, do an episode where I'm actually working out, where you could work out with me, it's going to be an extra episode. It's not going to be a replacement for what I'm already doing. So if enough people are interested in that, I will attempt to do it. And if, like I said, if I'm able to record it, 
while I'm doing it, I will do that. I will just give you fair warning. You know, like I said, I, I would be doing, you're not going to hear the timer. Because I'll be hearing that through my earbuds. Uh, but I will count it down when it's going. While, while the workout's going, I will tell you each step of the way. You know, that's round one done. That's round two done. You know, that's cycle one done. Whatever the workout is I'm doing, I will lead you along verbally and do the countdowns as well. The only thing is, is I'm not going to lie. I am smoked by, before I even get to the end of, I'm, uh, end of it, I'm smoked. Plain and simple. There's no question about it. So if I'm catching my breath, you may not hear me say three because I may not get to see say three. So my countdown may be two, one, work. But if enough people are interested, I will give that a go. So this is kind of my latest conspiracy theory because I've really been wondering what in the world could possibly make the government think they need to be able to alert its citizens to a national emergency? I don't know how many of you dealt, had to deal with it or what went on, but a couple weeks ago, there was, it was kind of like a weather alert that you get in your area if there's a tornado or just some kind of wildfire, hurricane, whatever. Kind of like those alerts you get on your phone for bad weather. There was a nationwide emergency alert test. And I think it's kind of funny because, and granted, it's been a while since he said this, but Putin basically said using nuclear weapons is not off of the table. He basically said he is not going to hesitate to resort to them if the United States gets involved in the war in Ukraine and puts boots on the ground and starts fighting Russians. And so around the time Biden is deciding and giving billions and billions of dollars back to the Iranians who is funding Hamas. Hamas is essentially a satellite Iran that has been operating in the Gaza Strip. So they're doing that. Known terrorists, known terrorists have been detained, been detained crossing our border in Mexico with all the other illegal immigrants that have been crossing the border. And they have been released. They haven't been arrested. They haven't been kept. They haven't been deported. They have been released into our country. And we're talking about groups of men who are military age and zero women or children with them. And these are known terrorists on terror watch lists. 
that our own government has been releasing into our country. So, now, Iran is threatening to go into Lebanon and other countries. And the United States is essentially saying that we will invade Iran. I sure hope we fight this war correctly. The last war we fought correctly was World War II in Korea. Those were the last wars we fought correctly. Now, Korea was basically a draw because our goal was to take down North Korea, and we failed. North Korea's goal was to take South Korea back, and they failed. And we drew the line at the 38th parallel, and that's why we got North and South Korea. And we would have won that war if it would not have been for Chinese volunteers getting involved. And everybody knows they weren't actual volunteers. But either way, they charged our hills. They had so many people. They just charged our hills until we ran out of ammunition. And either got captured, killed, or had to flee. But either way, those are the last wars that we fought correctly and handled afterward correctly. I mean, if you think about it, we're two years away from the 80th anniversary of VE Day and VJ Day. Victory Day in Europe and Victory Day in Japan. We still have military bases in both countries. Korea, I believe, started in 51, I believe it was officially ended in 53, we still have military bases there. And who are some of our best allies? And even if you don't want to agree that Germany is that great of an ally, either way, they're a world contributor, economically speaking. I can tell you from uh, different blind groups I belong to on Facebook, there's a lot of blind people that want to move to Germany because they give the most money and benefits to blind people in Germany. That doesn't sound like the Nazi Germany of the 1940s, the first half of the 1940s. Well, guess what? We didn't just blow the hell out of them and leave. We won the war. We stayed there. We guided them in rebuilding their nation, rebuilding their government, building a form of government that was decent. That was back when we still had decent leaders, I guess, when the leaders of this country still cared about more than the military-industrial military complex. Because I'm going to tell you something that was not in existence back then. Vietnam was where we really learned our lesson, militarily speaking. Prior to that, we kept a minimal 
military, and I don't think that's the smartest way to go. But we kept a minimal military, and when a war broke out, then all of a sudden we asked for volunteers, and if we didn't get enough, we started drafting people. And we built the military up. Now that sounds great in theory until you take into consideration we were not advancing any of our military strategies or techniques during the off-season. In between wars, we were not making any advancements when that kind of stuff came around. So we always had catching up to do. I mean, if you think about it, Japan bombed Pearl Harbor December 7th, 1941. We declared war on them December 8th. It was either the 8th of December or a day or two after that. Hitler declared war on the United States. We declared war back on Hitler. It was June 6th, 1944, before D-Day in Europe. Granted, we did some fighting in Africa for a year or two before that. Trying to establish a presence, push Germany out of Africa. But as far as being prepared enough to invade Europe... It essentially took us two and a half to three and a half years to build our military up to where we could actually fight. Now with Japan, we didn't have a choice. We had to immediately go to war with that. I mean, the Marines really, they really incurred a lot of deaths and it, it was I'm telling you it was not easy to build up our military and it's not easy to catch up on military technology so it was essentially during Vietnam when we were having to do this catch up again and that's pretty much when we decided we're going to keep a big, strong military and keep adapting our tactics, our technology, and all that kind of stuff. Because in the long run, it does save lives. It's going to cost fewer lives to do so. However, Vietnam's also the first war that we refer to as a policing action. There's no way we should have lost Vietnam. I do not care if they had the assistance of Soviet air power. I don't care if they had the assistance of the Russian and Chinese giving them weapons. We should have and could have taken down that country if we really wanted to. And doing so, we should have built military bases there, kept them there, and helped them establish a decent form of democratic government, if that is what our goal is. Supposedly, we were spreading freedom. More and more I learn about history, 
the more and more I doubt that. The more and more I think it just has to do with money and making money for the rich in this country and the politicians that invest in the military-industrial complex. Just look how we have fought every war since. We don't stay where we go. The only place that we've stayed was Saudi Arabia, the one place we shouldn't have. Because, like it or not, that's what provoked Bin Laden and his crew. Because our agreement with Saudi Arabia to build a base in the holiest of Muslim lands was that once we were done in Desert Storm, the first Iraq war, we would leave. And guess what? We did not leave. And they kept warning us and warning us and telling us to leave, blah, blah, blah. Either way, I... There's there's a clip on YouTube. Search for General Wesley Clark and his uh he gets interviewed and is talking about when he finds out that we've that we're going to war with Iraq. And then a week after that, there's like I forget what it is, like five to seven more countries that we're planning on going to war with. That None of them, including Iraq, had anything to do with 9-11. Now, I never am going to think killing Saddam Hussein was a bad idea. He was an evil man. His sons were evil and horrendous. I mean, the number of women and virgins in Iraq that they kidnapped off the street, raped, murdered, and even fed some of them alive to dogs. That is not made up. I don't have an issue with going in and taking them out. But guess what? Then all of a sudden we just bail out of there. Bail out of there. And ISIS goes and takes over. And who's suffering? The Iraqi people. But Iran was on that list of countries we wanted to go to war with. Iran was on that list. And we just apparently couldn't find a good enough excuse... So Obama started giving them money back. I heard I just recently heard that something like a hundred billion dollars that Obama had given him, I think it was like 2014 or 16 or whenever it was. I, that's the number I heard. I'm not sitting there saying I have verified that. It's a number I heard. So I do know that when he was leaving office, they had video footage, because I can remember this being on the news. They had video footage of helicopters being unloaded of pallets of cash and gold that we were giving to Iran. And they had started some crap then. They used it to fund Hamas back then. 
So now all of a sudden, we give billions more to Iran. They have openly funded Hamas and they strike Israel and they do it in a brutal way. I don't see why people are acting shocked that they're beheading babies and raping the women and beheading them. I don't understand why people are shocked at this. And this has nothing to do with them being Muslim. It just has to do with this is the way these people operate. It's the way they've always operated. So don't sit there and act surprised or shocked that they're doing it. Either way, we're already sending troops to Israel, but we're they're 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 just there for like to defend our people. Don't kid yourself. We're going to be in Iran most likely before the year is out. It's it's going to be ridiculous. And I can't help but think Biden needs a big win if he's going to have a chance in the election. I still don't think he's going to have a chance in the election. I mean, the man's just too compromised. And Kamala Harris is just too big of an idiot. But if he's going to have a chance, he was going to have to do something. Our economy just sucks too bad. Plain and simple. But I, I think it's just a little suspicious that right before all these attacks happen, two, three weeks ago, before they start, right before all this, we have a nationwide emergency alert test on our mobile phones. There's only one reason our country needs to alert the nation as a whole of an emergency. And that's if we are under attack. And that means boots on the ground under attack. That means nukes launched and heading for the United States under attack. There's no other reason why our government needs an emergency alert system. Our country is too big. The people in New York City don't need to be alerted to a tornado in Tazewell County, Illinois. The people in Tazewell County don't need to be alerted to an earthquake in California. And only the people in the direct path of the hurricane need to be alerted to that. There is just no need for this other than us being under direct attack. Because it doesn't, I mean, the news is going to be good enough for us. The news will be all of our news sources, no matter what it is. No matter how good they are, no matter how bad they are. Our news sources are good enough if one of our military bases gets attacked in a foreign country. 
our news sources is good enough for the fact that our citizens were killed in Israel. We don't need an emergency alert to alert us of these things because they're not, they suck. I'm not going to sit here and try to say it doesn't suck and I don't care. That's not my point with this. It's just not an emergency alert, need to know kind of thing. You're going to find out soon enough. Because even if you don't watch the news like I do, I mean, I listen to enough podcasts that I'm going to hear about something. And then I can go look it up. My parents watch the news all the time, so I can go ask them what they've heard. I usually try to listen to both extremes and then figure it's going to be somewhere in the middle. But the only reason that we need this is if we're under direct attack. That's it. There's something going on. I mean, they're always feeding us this garbage with UFOs and all this other kind of stuff. Obama did the same thing. They used gay marriage and the Confederate flag to keep everybody's attention off the TPP. I've talked about that before. They constantly do that. Bill Clinton made bombing runs. I think it was the Sudan. And then starts a war in Bosnia. Well, he didn't start that war. There was genocide going on. But we didn't start lending a hand until after Monica Lewinsky like came out that she had given him head in the Oval Office. You know, it's, I don't care, like, Republican, Democrat, I don't care who it is. When they're, when they're pointing at something that's got nothing to do with our national security or economy, when they're pointing at social issues or starting wars somewhere, it's, Usually, like, what's going on behind the scenes that we don't know about that's going to screw the American people? What is it? It's sad, but it's true. Our government has not been for us minimum, minimum, since the 1960s, since Vietnam minimum. Eisenhower leaving office, Dwight D. Eisenhower, a former general, former hero of World War II, warned the American people on his way out to beware of the military-industrial complex. This speech was in 1960, I believe it was. You can find that on YouTube. He may have been a sitting duck, but he was still a sitting president. Former general. Hero. Is warning the people about this. That should tell you how bad it was. 
back then. And it's only gotten worse. And the thing is, is... People wonder, people are going to sit there and say, well, you know what? And first off, I don't, I appreciate the audience I have. I love every one of you. I appreciate the fact you listen, but it's not like I got Joe Rogan's followers, you know, or hell anybody else's that, you know, there's how many people that have a few million followers, you know, he's just the biggest, but I mean, they're not, you know, the government doesn't need to silence Joe Rogan even. They don't need to silent, they don't even probably know that, well, I'm sure they know I exist, but, you know, just because I run my mouth about them, but I guarantee I'm the last person they're concerned with. No more people that listen to me, for one, the fact I'm blind for two, but they aren't going to, like, bother, they don't need to silence anybody that speaks out against this type of behavior and that can point at all the history, even recent history. They don't need to silence anybody. Because people are like ostriches. They will stick their head in the sand and pretend it's not happening. As long as their life is good, As long as their bills are paid. As long as they can buy the wardrobe they want. Or the new TV or computer or iPhone. Or whatever it is. New car. I don't care what it is. As long as they can buy the stuff they want. They don't care what goes on in the government. They don't care what goes on in the rest of the world. Oh, they may go on Twitter or Facebook and make their little posts or tweets or whatever the hell those things are called. You know, they may do that just so they look good to their friends. But when it comes down to it, they ain't losing sleep at night. They don't give two shits. The majority of Americans don't care. Because it is so easy to misdirect them. A day before we launched nuclear missiles at somebody, our government could come out and start talking about trans hate this or racist that. They, they'll bring something up. And people will be fighting about that. They'll be like, well, yeah, nuking that place is stupid. That sucks. It's wrong. But can you believe what they're doing here? Can you believe the racism with the cops? And I mean, and yes, people are that stupid. You know they are. You've dealt with them yourself. You've dealt with them yourself. I mean, we've seen, like... I just started unfriending them because there's no, like, reasonable discussion with these morons either. I mean, I'm talking about these people that say, that were saying it is up to a parent whether they allow their children to participate in a drag show on stage with dudes wearing bikinis and all this other kind of crap. 
I mean, sexually exploit, exploiting like three and four year old kids, five year old kids. I literally had more than one person, and these are people with kids saying that decision should be up to the parents. And it's like, by that rationale, it's okay to screw your kids because it's up to the parents. And I mean, why not? If you're going to let them, I can't even remember what the stupid terminology that they're using to make it, like, what is it, gender reaffirming care or whatever they're using to try to make it sound like a good thing that they're doing, letting seven-year-olds and six-year-olds become trans. I mean, if you're, I mean, if you're going to do that, you might as well allow them to start screwing their kids, too. They're already messing up their their lives, their bodies for life. You can't tell me they're going to be normal. There's no way those poor kids are going to grow up to be normal. Hell, people don't even want to listen to the trans people that are detransitioning, saying it was a massive mistake. There is no way I should have been allowed to make that decision as a child or whatever. You know, they're, they're like, don't, they tell people, don't do it. You can always do it. You cannot undo it. I mean, if you're a guy, you're never going to be able to get a woman pregnant. If you're a woman, you're never going to be able to carry a baby. I mean, unless you're planning on science, like advancing that fast. But, I mean, it is just, people are so easily misdirected. It's so easy just to start them fighting. I mean, Rogan has talked about numerous, I can't tell you, I can't even count how many times he's brought up the fact that the, that 19 out of the 20 largest Christian sites on groups on Facebook were Russian troll farms. And that one of them, like, there was some, like, troll farm that created two protests. I can't remember what they were. Like, one of them was, like, a BLM protest and then, like, some conservative protest. They were created separately. I mean, it was the same troll farm that, like, started them and got people to show up at them. But they were across the street from each other. It was organized that way. It was organized that way. To try and start crap between them. So maybe a fight or a riot would break out. There's no doubt in my mind that our government's behind some of that crap too. We've already seen what they'll do with Twitter. We've already seen that with Twitter and Facebook. Instagram. So don't sit there and tell me our government wouldn't do something like that, like have troll farms of their own. I guarantee you they do. It's it's just ridiculous. But it I mean it all comes back to that one thing. Why do we need a nationwide emergency alert system. Because let me tell you something, it's not like we're Hong Kong or Japan or the Philippines, you know? And even the Philippines, I mean, 
I just found out from my girlfriend the Philippines is like 7,100 islands. Didn't even know there were that many islands in the ocean, period. <laughs> Much less for one country. But, but my point is, it's not like we're an island nation to where a hurricane could wipe out our whole country. Or damage the whole country. It's not like that. I mean, what is it, 3,000 miles from coast to coast? And it's got to be 1,500 like from north to south at least, there is no one single natural disaster that can really affect our whole country, that the whole country needs to be alerted on. The closest thing that could be for that is the New Madrid fault line that I live on here in Illinois. Apparently, the last time it really went off was in 1812, and it was such a horrible earthquake. Apparently, the Mississippi River flowed backward for a week, and it also rang the Liberty Bell in Philadelphia. Okay, that's a pretty powerful earthquake, but either way, that's also a rarity. The only other, the only other things that could really do that is like that super volcano in Yellowstone. I mean, it's there's just nothing that we need that for unless we're going to be directly attacked here on our soil. And with as many terrorists as they're saying that are currently in our country, it sounds like there's going to be a nationwide attack coming up. It's what it sounds like to me. So, I hope you guys, like, really start protecting yourself. Start watching your butts when you go out places. Personally, personally, I'd be staying away from huge gatherings. Because you know they're going to be targeted. You got the World Series and, like, playoffs and World Series playoffs going on now. World Series coming up for baseball. Football starting where you're having 80,000 people to a crowd. I mean, there's so many massive targets to be hit. That's going to be so devastating to this country if it happens. So just think about it, because I'm telling you, our government doesn't do shit without a reason. And they're... I think a lot of the stupidity that comes across, I think a lot of that's window dressing. I don't think the people who are actually making the decisions and running things, I don't think they're quite as stupid as what we believe. Now, they're definitely stupid decisions if you're wanting to run this country correctly and have a great economy and good relations with other countries. But not if you're wanting war. And that's what we this that's what our governments turned into. Warmongers. Plain and simple. So sorry this one's a little bit more depressing, but you know. Like I said, I just been thinking about that stupid alert that went off on my phone. You know, what was it? Not too long before the attacks in Israel began. Like I said, there's a reason for it. Don't kid yourself in thinking that I'm wrong on that, that there wasn't a, some reason. 
Because there's no reason for us to need something like that as a nation. Unless we're going to be directly, directly attacked on our soil. So, any, don't forget, um, if you're interested in that extra episode, and I don't know how many of them I'll do, but they'll be extras, you know, it's not going to be instead of each week. But uh, if you're, if enough people are interested, email me, let me know, or hit me up on Messenger, wherever, like, you know me from. Um, email is littlemb6580 at gmail.com. Until next time, y'all take care.